Now, one of the most important questions I sometimes get from my peers is that when should we stop uh, with failures? Now, failures are, uh, of course, glamorized today. Uh, you talk about any founder and his interview, they will talk about multiple failures and how they faced it, how they overcame those failures and how they persisted. And these stories of valor and perseverance are all over YouTube. Now, uh, one thing is that, of course, you cannot persist with failures. There has to come a point where you have to stop. Uh, for example, I was watching an interview of uh, Bhavish Agarwal who said that he had acquired Food Panda and wanted to get into food delivery business like Swiggy and Zomato. And that was an expensive acquisition. But he stopped at a point where he felt that he could not compete and could not gain traction and he shut it down. On the other hand, he has taken a bold leap by starting Ola Electric Scooters. And uh, according to him, it's one of the biggest scooter manufacturing companies in the world, especially if you talk about EVs. Now, here we're talking about a man who's seen failures and who has persisted, but he has also stopped when he has kind of realized that this idea or this plan is not going to work. On the other hand, you have to know what is the point where you need to stop with failures. You need to know where you can keep going on. Now, there's no science to it. It uh, stems from your gut feeling. Your gut feeling is very important. Of course, it has to be backed by number crunching. So it's a mix of Excel and gut feeling. Now, sometimes what happens is that we are not very, very scientific with our experiments. Uh, we do not cover up all the areas to understand till what point we can go on. Let's say if you are doing a business or you started a business and it goes on and on and you are bleeding money, but you're also creating revenue. Um, it might be a bootstrap business. So you do not have the deep pockets to go on and on. Or even if it's funded, your funds are depleting day by day. And there might come a point where you need to take a call whether you can continue with this business or you need to stop this business. And many stories are there in the world where just at the point when a founder thought that he could give up his business, he persisted and things turned around. And then there are stories where people went beyond the rational and things ended up very bad. So what is the right way to evaluate when to stop a business that's not working out? Now, one important factor here is that when you are starting something, have you covered all the points? Have you seen the business size, the market size, the costs that are included in running a business? What are those costs? What are the, how are you channelizing those costs? Whether it is into marketing, sales, operations, HR, hiring, so on and so forth. So first of all, you need to know where you need to invest the most. Uh, and customer acquisition has to be the most important criteria because at the end of the day, they are the ones going to pay you for the idea. So one number one, be covered up for that. Number two, have some kind of insurance. So when I say insurance, what I mean is have some kind of buffer in your bank account that for let's say for the next six months or for a year, I have allocated this budget. Number three is that sometimes, uh, which often happens with young people, they are not experts in everything. And uh, I might also take the liberty of saying they might not be even expert in the domain that they started their business in. So it would be a good idea to have an expert as a consultant who can tell you 
where you are going wrong or where you are going right and he will shape it up for you so it reminds me of a story actually i read um, a few moons ago where uh, during the gold rush in the us a man went and uh, started drilling somewhere so i do not know the details and the geography right now but when he started digging he started digging and he bought a drilling machine and everything and he invested in that and he found ore eventually which is basically from which you mine gold and he was delighted and uh, then he bought more machines and then he invested a lot into drilling and then one day he found that you know there's no more gold there i mean the one he found was the only one and he thought that there would be probably 100 or 1000 times more gold in the in the earth and then he started drilling 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 and he went on for weeks and days and months and nothing happened so eventually he failed he went back he sold his drilling machine to a junk purchaser near the area where he was drilling and he went back to where he was staying now as it happened the person who bought his drilling machine also heard him out and he understood that okay he found some gold but then there was the end to it and eventually it was a failure and he went back now that person who bought the drilling machine was a bit of an expert in gold mining or probably if not an expert he probably had more uh, knowledge of it so what he realized was that the point at that he had stopped according to common theory and this was way back in i think 1920s um the more you dig the more gold you find and he thought that he had not dug enough that the gold according to his science was a little bit more deep into it and he went and started drilling and as fate would have it the gold was found just 3 feet deep or more into the point where the person had stopped and this was i mean a mine of gold and he became a multimillionaire so this is also one way of uh, putting it up but what it teaches us is that if you're going in a direction and you don't do not know uh, in the on that road that where will you find certain milestones or where you will find success then it becomes slightly you know a sort of gambling and gambling is not business business is a calculated science business needs to be done in a scientific manner so this is number 3 know where your gold is and know how to dig it next point is that when you talk about failures failures will happen with everybody you know you hear stories of or read stories of any successful entrepreneur be be it a person who is a net worth of 100000 dollars or 1 trillion dollars you will see that they have had their failures they've had their uh downs they've had their depressive phases so it's a part of it no business can always run in a single line or in a even trajectory there will be ups and downs you can look at the shares of the biggest companies in the world they also dip and blow up so failures is something uh, then again it's your attitude your attitude towards failure has to be okay is this failure my doomsday uh, often it is not often it is a blip so you have to learn and ensure that that mistake that led to that failure has to be covered up and how do you cover it up whether it's probably an operational blip so operations have to be tightened if it's a security dip your security has to be tightened if it is something to do with your technology then you have to look at how technology is there if it's a customer feedback 
where things did not go wrong with the set of customers then you have to look at how to improve service so you have to work on those things and ensure that failures do not happen and uh, from right from pre uh, business setup uh, phase to your post business setup phase failures and mistakes will keep happening and it is important that they happen because that is how you will learn to tighten up your business so uh, in all what i can say is it's a mix of science and gut feeling uh, perseverance is definitely very important to ensure that you go on and on you do not give up but of course sometimes you also have to know when to give up and that things are being dragged on so i i would leave it to you this was my little hack today and i hope it would have helped you in some case if you have any questions you can reach out to me and i would be happy to consult